Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We have Marcus Greaves, former 1080 to the fan personality, former Oregon State Beaver, and current sports anchor at CBS 8 down in San Diego. Former best-looking guy here at 1080 to the fan. Well, that's debatable. That's no debatable. longer the case, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. But Marcus Greaves is on the air right now. Marcus Greaves, what's up, man? <laughs> Fellas. What's going man, on, bro? I can tell you how excited I am, man. Dude, so you sent me the text yesterday, and I was like, "This is a match made in heaven, brother." Bro. So, so you don't respond to my text, though, bro. What's up with that? <laughs> oh my gosh, Rashad! Come on, come bro. On, come on, bro. You know what it is, man. <laughs> okay, I'd say I thought it was B for a second, dude. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we won't uh, we'll get into the reason why I had you is because you know your your Aztecs, San Diego State, they got a big game today. But before we get into all of that, man, it was what four four years ago you moved down to San Diego. Four years, brother. I'm going on year uh, year two now. So two. I think it's four years. He left that he left the fan. He left us. Oh, that's what and, it was. Yeah, went went somewhere locally. But yeah, man, out there in San Diego, that's that's got to be dope. Yeah. No, I was yeah. gonna say. I'm sure it sucks, and I'm sure you're like, God, why did I ever ever leave Portland? Uh, it's just I, I can't stand it here. It's a terrible decision. I'm sure, right? You know, here's the thing. I absolutely love the city now. I still am adjusting sometimes that during NFL season, since there's no Chargers here, every once in a while, you know, I'm reading the highlights out of the station, and I'll say the San Diego Chargers. And I didn't think it was that bad of a problem, you know, big of a deal at all. And, you know, I apologize once or twice, but the first time I ever said it, I get back, like, my second day in the studio, and I have, like, a, like 400 emails. <laughs> They're like, get this new sports guy out of town. He doesn't know the difference between the L.A. and the and San Diego Chargers. Get him out. We've already had enough. And I was like, well, maybe it's time to go back to the fan, man. <laughs> hey, hey, it can't be any worse than the text line, all right? I mean. Oh, uh, brother. That thing, <laughs> is, that thing is, I already know it's going off right now. Like, Why is this guy back over no, here? My, my first show I called, uh, I was going through a whole bunch that day, but my very first show I called uh, Baseball uh, Runs Points. And oh the text line went crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it was just one of those things. Yeah, there's there's no room for mistakes in this job, this line of work. Well, I mean, Marcus, you brought it up. I mean, you moved down to San Diego two years ago, and um, I mean, what's like the adjustment been like? You come up, you come from Portland, where you got an NBA team, and that's about it. You got your Ducks, and you got your Beavers, obviously. But then you go down to, I mean, a, really a top market in the U.S. You got an MLB team. The NFL team just bails, so then I mean, like it's kind of like Portland, where you have almost one one show in town. What, what's it been like adjusted down there uh, as far as covering sports in San Diego? Yeah, it's definitely much different, and you being used to you know, 
know, football, basketball, Ducks, Beavers, Blazers. It was a really great setup in Portland. That's why I love the city and I love covering the sports there. And I love it here too, but it's so much different because it's it's tennis, it's golf, it's all the sports that I'm absolutely terrible at and I love watching, but I'm like, why can't I do that? So it makes it much worse. So <laughs> now here's, here's a quick story to complain. I was able to go play down the Torrey Pines when the Farmers Open was here. They let all the media players go play. And first of all, I go out there thinking, I'm an athlete. I can make something shake. That's just how we think. I don't know why, but it's just we always think we can do anything. Yeah, just put the ball now, in my yeah, hands, and I, and I got it done. Yeah. Put me in, Coach. And, and after the first hole, to put it in perspective, the first hole, you know, the rough on the, on the edges was pretty tough. But I, I took some golf lessons when I was younger. My grandfather gave me them. So I know how to play. That's why I was saying I have a little bit of confidence. Man, when I got out there, by the end of the first hole, I lost 14 balls. And I was like, I don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> and we had the whole, like, I was so done with golf after that that <laughs> it was just tough. But to be honest with you, man, the sports, it's really cool from a broadcast perspective. It just gives you a whole different sense of broadcasting. you got to call things differently. you got to adjust a little differently because, you know, you can't just live off of the highlight dunks or the big catches or the touchdowns. It's like you got to know your stuff to be here because anybody who's here, you know, they're probably towards retirement. They enjoy the rich folk sports, the right. ones that are a little less, little slower pace. I think that's been it's been an interesting adjustment, but it's been obviously a great time. San Diego is my absolute favorite city in the United States. I don't know if there is a cooler place, better weather, you know hotter chicks. I think San Diego is off top one of the dopest places uh, in the world. What's yeah, I'm been sure your... young athlete Marcus Greaves on oh, the TV man. is just not having a yeah, terrible seriously. time out there he, with uh, the ladies. He, he looks gross, right? You know, so hey. what's been what's been the, the best part uh, for you as far as getting used to a new city? I think it's just been the, the chance to, to meet a whole bunch of different people. And it was funny. I was just talking to my coworkers about this the other day before I moved here to San Diego. Cause when I took this job, you know, I've never been here before. I had no idea what it was like. There was only two things I could base it off of. I was told one time by one of my former teammates after spring break, I'm not going to go into full detail. He said, man, I just had spring break down in San Diego and blankety blankety blank. He gave me all the details I needed, <laughs> and it sounded like I needed to move there or at least visit. Straight up. And then, and then second was I watched Anchorman, and I so that's about it. Those are the two <laughs> things I had. So I was like – San Diego. Yeah, I, so I was like it was, it's a party city, and I thought the whole thing was on the beach, which it's not. I learned that very quickly. And then I watched Anchorman. So I was like, well, this is it, fellas. <laughs> I made it. Have you got lost in the hood yet in San Diego? Uh, if there was one that I could find, I was, yeah, I was oh, it's say, there. Right. <laughs> it's there. I would love to find it. Sometimes, sometimes I go, I try and find it. The food here's great. The environment's great. It's you know, like right now, I'm looking out my window and it's, I want to probably say, seventy degrees don't, and sunny. You're, you're good. You, know, you, you can stop okay. there. You, you don't you have to. <laughs> it was snowing here yesterday, bro. You're so fine. you're fine. That that lets you know exactly how great our weather is here. So glad you don't miss it. Uh, I, so we'll get into this next segment here. But uh, so yeah, you posted up in San Diego for the game today. Where are you watching San Diego State uh, versus Creighton? Uh, you got to be got, li- got, in the studio. Where at? 
I got my big TV that I have set up right in that. That was not a flex, I promise. I spent too much money on this TV. <laughs> uh, sitting right in my living room. I got my notepad ready. I got my notes ready. I'm just going to observe. It's going to be an interesting matchup. And I don't know why. I don't know if this is our easy segue into this matchup with Creighton. I feel like I'm almost more nervous for this game than I was against Alabama. And I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, we have you on for this half hour. I wouldn't be surprised if it turns into 45 minutes, to be honest, because we got this game to talk about. We got some beavers to talk about with you. Because go baby, yeah, yeah, let's go. Sure. Um, (laughs) Well, they had a great year, and they uh, they made some moves in the off season. We got to talk to you about your boy DJU down there, Um, and yeah, just catch up with you, man. So uh, we will do that next. We'll talk about the San Diego State matchup against Creighton Elite Eight with Marcus Grease, former fan personality, Oregon State Beaver, and sports anchor at CBS Eight, right here on Sports Sunday. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. That's right. We got Marcus Greaves, CBS 8, San Diego, former fan personality, and Oregon State Beaver. Uh, you know, of course, this is going to happen in your career, Marcus, where it's something happens in San Diego with the Aztecs or Padres, and then everybody starts emailing you and clamoring, come on our show, talk to us, please. And, uh, I can't imagine that feels good, but also like somewhat annoying. Like, oh, now, oh, now I'm important. Now you want to talk to me, huh? <laughs> hey, man. You know what? After I, uh, I was thinking back to it as well, is that, man, I used to be a front desk guy at 24-Hour Fitness in Portland. Now I get to talk sports, and I did get to talk sports in Portland and here. I'm not complaining anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Well, speaking of talking sports, man, uh, the talk of the town, the talk of the world is the tournament right now, and we know the Aztecs are all of one game away from making to the Final Four, a five seat. Now, being real, us here in the Northwest, 
you know very little about the San Diego State team. So mm-hmm. kind of enlighten us, man. Speak for yourself. It's, I know this team like the back of my hand. Yeah, what's that on the back of your hand, though, bro? Did you notice that? <laughs> don't worry about it. Exactly. About it. So, man, Marcus, tell us for the people that don't know, who is the San Diego State team and, and how good are they? So here's the thing with this Aztecs team, and I think that as the tournament's going on, you know how it is. Once a team starts winning more, everybody starts to fall in love with them. Obviously, we've had the chance to cover the Aztecs all season long. Now, they're, they won 30 games, which is already impressive. You know, they have a 30-6 and six record. But the thing about this Aztecs team, which I don't think a whole lot of people consider when you play them, is that they are loaded with seniors, transfers, and, like, six-year guys. So you got Matt Bradley, who's probably their best scorer. He came from Cal. This is his sixth year. You have another guy like a Gweka Rope. He's a senior. He's been here forever. Keyshawn Johnson. You get a transfer like Darion Chamel. I mean, the, the list that keeps going on is that all these guys have a ton of experience playing college basketball. And I think when you go up against a team like Alabama, like they did last, uh, a couple days ago, where that's the number one team in the country. Everybody thought Alabama was going to steamroll San Diego State. But also keep in mind, Alabama has a bunch of young players. You know, Brandon Miller, their best player is what? Maybe 20 years old? San Diego State. And they said on the broadcast, is a bunch of grown men. They got 22, 23-year-olds playing. These guys play tough, hard-nosed defense, which is what head coach Brian Dutcher preaches. There's a couple times I asked him during the season, Coach, you know, you guys, are, you guys only scored like 40 points tonight. You know, but you guys still got the win. Uh, offensively, something needs to shake, right? And he's like, nope. As long as we play defense, I don't care. Like, <laughs> that is the main staple. He said the shots will come, but we are all about defense. And I think we saw that against Alabama as well. They gave Alabama probably the best game I've I've seen a Mountain West play, team play in a long time, fellas. I mean, from start to finish, they're tough. They're experienced, hard-nosed defensive team. Offense is extremely secondary to them. You match that with they got those super athletic guys like Keyshawn Johnson. He's a he's a forward six seven guy, kind of just to be honest with you, he's just a lob machine. And then you have another guy like Jaden Ledee, six nine two sixty forward, and that guy is nothing but a wrecking ball. So they got all the pieces, in my opinion, to to at least make it to the final four. I haven't been watching Creighton like I should have been, I guess, but. An interesting piece to it is that Creighton knocked him out of the tournament last year. So ah. this Aztecs team has – they have experience, they have the leadership, and they have the team. Now can the offense come when they need it to like it did against Alabama? Hey, that's a that's a great pull, though, Marcus. You're like, ah, I shouldn't, uh, should watch him a little bit more, but I do know this, that Creighton <laughs> – that that's what you get. That's what you get when you call the sports anger down in San Diego. Those little tidbits right there. Man, uh, I learned it from you, Joe Fisher. Don't act like I didn't. You, don't, did, you don't absolutely forget. did not. I, I I am sure of that. If anybody was Swigard, you got that from. Hey, um, my guy. <laughs> hey, and with San Diego State, how does it feel to be the last remaining Pac-12 team in the tournament? Oh, wait, not not yet, not yet though. But. Uh, not yet. Marcus, I, I do hear it up here a lot, and I'm sure you've heard it. I mean, you're you're in somewhat Pac-12 country as well. I mean, not for much longer because the UCLA and USC and those SoCal teams are going to be bailing. But there's been talk up here, obviously, as San Diego State and what other schools could potentially join the Pac-12. And I don't know about you, but when San Diego State gets brought up here, it's a very much like a eh, meh, eh, San Diego State, who cares? Uh, do you, I mean, 
I know you might have that little bit of bias in you being down in San Diego, but do you feel that same way? I mean, again, they're the last remaining West Coast team in the tournament right now. They can hold their own against the Pac-12 in football. So uh, what do you say to probably some of the Monday through Friday guys that don't think that San Diego State should be in the Pac-12? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing with San Diego State, and I do understand from a, from a standpoint of when you think of teams that are going to join the Pac-12, especially with the state that it's in right now, you kind of want, like, the loud and sexy teams. That's like, you know, these guys are going to join. So say – you say Gonzaga for basketball will join the Pac-12. You'll be like, absolutely. Yep, throw them in there because they're a national powerhouse every year. I think the thing with San Diego State is they need, uh, right now, with basketball, with football, they're the winningest, percentage-wise, they've been the winningest college program in both football and basketball record combined since, like, 2010. I saw this stat the other day, and I didn't believe it. Over Alabama, over Georgia, LSU, you know, all these teams, Ohio State, they have the best winning percentage from a, for a college. And you think, like, these guys should be bigger than they are, right? And I, I think the big thing is, is that basketball-wise, they're taking care of it. We see it right now in the tournament. I think a lot of it more is, is football. You know, football does the numbers for any sport. That's why they always say NFL dominates. But you, you watch San Diego State, record-wise, fantastic. You know, they're getting you 10 wins, 11 wins every year, making it to a bowl game and whatnot. But then you see the product on the field, and you're like, this isn't this isn't matching Pac-12 play. And that's no disrespect. San Diego State's a great team. But what I think a lot of us are used to in the Pac-12 football world is, you know, you get the Brandon Cooks. You have the Marcus Mariotas. You know, now don't get me wrong, San Diego State's had some dudes before. But at the same time, you know, if you're going to come to the Pac-12, you've got to bring a, a sexy product. Because if with a conference that's kind of hanging on by a thread, you need that sexy product to be there, be in the spotlight of being in the Pac-12, you know, with the big offense, the, the, you know, the tough defense. Find something to get the viewers out there. Because right now, I think San Diego State, the problem that they're facing football-wise, to be honest, is that they're winning games, but they're your grinded out, I'm, we're going to win 21-17 games. And – what I really appreciate from head coach Brady Hoke here is he was like, I'm here to win football games, man. I'm not here to, to entertain the fans, you know. And I think, don't get me wrong, that was an absolute bar that he dropped. But at the same time, obviously, you need ticket sales. You want people to be excited about the product. They are changing things, though. I'm going to tell you this right now. I just went to their spring game the other day. They have a whole lot of young guys with a whole lot of talent. And there's a couple guys I was like, it, you know, selfishly, I was hoping Oregon State would have stolen. I don't know what the heck we were doing. <laughs> but I think the product is going to get there. I just think San Diego State needs to see a, you know, maybe a bar that the Pac-12 has set. Like, we need you guys here in regards to not the wins, but I guess the, the on the sexy scale, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. And, uh, you know, when you think sexy, you definitely think Brady Hoke. I mean, uh, <laughs> dude, you, you honestly blew my mind right there. I'm like, holy crap, Brady Hoke is the coach over there? I completely oh, yeah. forgot about that. That is great. Coach Hoke, baby. <laughs> um, uh, Rashad, you had something? I did, man. So you moved out there at a kind of a weird time. The Pac-12 is going through some um, some changes, as we know. But uh, what's it been like to kind of been covering the Pac-12 for 
you know, the first few years of your of your career as far as working in journalism and, and now completely a completely different environment with the Mountain West. What's that adjustment been like for you? It's been interesting because I don't know if the Mountain West loves football as much as the Pac-12 does. Now, obviously, it, they're two different products. But with that being said, I'm just talking about from the actual standpoint of a fan. Like here, the one thing I can appreciate about Oregon State fans, great example, I'm sorry, Joe, you knew it was coming but I got to say, is that Oregon State fans, it was win or lose, you just booze, man. Like, I remember being on some absolutely awful football teams, but those fans were always there. They love football. But even when San Diego State, great example, this season, a couple times I went to the games, and, like, these guys, they're not bad. Again, San Diego State's good, you know. They get you 10 wins. (laughs) And a lot of, you know, I was saying that, Back in the day, a couple of years ago, before Oregon State had the 10-win season, I would say that if Oregon State even had six wins, there would be a riot in Corvallis because everyone would be so excited. And year in and year out, San Diego State's getting you 10 wins, but the fans just – they just I don't know if they're, as, if they're just not excited, the product isn't sexy enough for them or what, but they just – it's weird because you go from covering die hard to we really like football. We like football, but – you know, the difference in die hard and we like football is, is a big gap. Yeah, it's uh, I like football, but I need to make it to the racquetball club by five. <laughs> it's, I like football, but we have the most beautiful beaches in the world. Yep. So. Hey, th- yeah. I mean, you hear that with the West Coast, man. It's like yeah. we, we love our sports, but we love to get out and do stuff. It's We keep things in perspective here on the West Coast. Mm. No, we try to. We, we know how it's to important. Live. Um, yeah, and I'm as I suspected, Marcus. We've gone up, gotten up to the half hour, and we still haven't covered everything that we want to talk to you about. So you got you got uh, 15 more minutes with us before the game starts at 11 20 uh, ish. Come on, man, I'm ready. Let's go, bro. Dope. All right, one more segment with Marcus Greaves here on Sports Sunday. But first, Jordan Schultz with a Sports Center update. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. All right. Got Marcus Grease back here for one more segment uh, because we have two teams uh, that we want to cover. But first, we're going to cover the team that he was a part of, the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, Marcus, dude, what a year last year, right? Man, I'm going to tell you guys, my mental health needed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because just being in San Diego, just, oh, God. Yeah, right, that's, uh, how can I say hey, this you know paradise? What? You know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm sure there are people in San Diego that, you know, they need to have that person to talk to, and they have their moments, so I get it. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that having that, like you were saying, win or lose, just booze, I'm sure there was a lot of booze in last year because of the wins. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen. They're lucky that I work on Saturdays and I and I anchor on Saturdays, or it would I would be an absolute mess, or I would have because some of those games between the Fresno State game that they that they won on the last second, 
or even the Civil War game. Or I guess it's not called the Civil War anymore. The Stanford game. Stanford, poop, don't get me started. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it was – you can just go down the list. But See, it really, just needs to be a segment on your show like Victory Drinks with Marcus Grieve. What is good. <laughs> and they switch over to you, and you're already four drinks in, and, it, and then we sponsor it. See, I, I got you. I'll sell it. Don't worry. <laughs> there was a couple times right before I was going down to go do the sports show that, man, I had my phone in my hand, and, like, during <laughs> during a, a sound bite, I had to look at the score because they were in overtime. I was like, please tell me they won. <laughs> He's falling apart mid-segment. Man, I know it had to have been tough. The, the one year that Oregon State, and we we think that this is going to be a bit of a trend, but the one year that Oregon State was really, really competitive and really, really kind of one of the standout, standouts of the Pac-12, and you kind of had to watch from – hundreds of miles away as you covered a lot of Mountain West uh, football. But as a beaver, right, as a, somebody who bleeds uh, black and orange, like how great did it feel to watch your beeves play as well as they did and then also go on to beat Big Brother at the end of the year? Okay. You don't have to answer that second part, but, yeah, go ahead. I guess I do. It's time for me to say no. Hey, man, I went to UNLV, so I don't have much to, uh, to celebrate about as far as football is concerned. So, yes, I need to know how somebody feels from a, a winning team. <laughs> yeah, man, it was just awesome to see for a couple of reasons, but more importantly, as being a former player, man, there's nothing worse than not, and it's not wasting your years when you don't do great, but it's, you know, college football, you have a picture of what it should be in your head. It should be obviously be a lot of wins. It should be great times. It should be building chemistry. It should be building a program that you just look back on. You're like, it was cool that I was a part of that. And I think those guys really got to experience that last year. Now, Again, both of you guys know, Oregon State at one point when I was there, people were, were mopping the floor with us. I could give you a million different times that I remember sitting there saying, this is not how college football should be. Or at least, I don't want us to be like this. You know, the 49 nothing at halftime against UCLA. The 68-21 beating we took against Washington. Hey, you got you 21. <laughs> the I mean, you even throw in... A couple of Civil War games, man, where it's like, this is not college football. You know, this is not what I pictured it to be. And Oregon State's a better school than this. But to see them dominate like they did this year, I mean, it's just an testament to Jonathan Smith. And I know it's so cliche to people say culture. That it's all about changing the culture. You change your culture, everything changes. And the thing for me is their mentality. They're no longer like, as long as we don't go in and get beat by a lot, that's how it kind of was. You know, it seems like sometimes at Oregon State when I was there. But now it's like, okay, we got to handle business here. We got to beat these guys by this way. I mean, every single game you look at, to me, they were, I mean, they were in every game, but they just look so much confident, so, so much more confident. And I think that's a big thing. You know, they, there was games that they shouldn't, in my opinion, they were not playing good enough to win, and they still found a way to win. And that's what I knew was different. I mean, from a former player, I'm just happy to see that because there's nothing worse than feeling like your college time is wasted with ugly losses. So that was last season. You got next season. And I'm sure you know, just like all of us up here, that this is a hyped Pac-12 season. Um, teams were great last year. You've got some quarterbacks that are uh, returning and coming into the conference that are remaining, uh, that are amazing. And one of those quarterbacks coming in is DJU, because I'm not going to attempt to do the last name right now. I don't want to butcher it, but <laughs> DJU from Clemson. 
Former five-star man, it didn't work that well out at Clemson, so he goes to Oregon State without even seeing the campus. Check must have been nice. Um, I, I said that he was, uh, what is the uh, great Hawaiian spot down there? Is it a uh, local boy? Yeah. Baby. Yeah. I said, I was like, I bet you they gave him some ownership in that. That was one of the reasons that they got him down Absolutely. here, <laughs> but, but DJU, he's going to be, uh, likely the starting quarterback for Oregon state. I mean, you want to talk about expectations. That's something that Oregon state hasn't had for a while. How you feeling about the team going in this year, man? You have Martinez returning at running back. You true, got DJ Uwe Ungalele. You got it. You got it. <laughs> there it is. You got him coming in at quarterback. You still got a lot of great guys returning. I think keeping the majority of the coaching staff together has been huge for the Beavers because I remember having, you know, two or three different offensive coordinators when I was at Oregon State. Actually, yeah, three different when I was there. Um, I think it's just big that they have – they kind of have everything set. You know, there's no more like, okay, you have to you have to figure out how this offensive coordinator likes to call things or this one or that one. It's They're only focused on moving forward. Now, you look at their schedule, to be honest with you, it's pretty favorable. You got San Jose State, UC Davis. You played San Diego State in Corvallis, which, yes, I will be at that game. Oh, boy. And yes, I love Aztec fans, but I will talk a mess to y'all. I am, a, I am so <laughs> prepared for that. A couple of my coworkers went to San Diego State, and I remember telling them we made a bet. I said Oregon State beats them forty-eight to seventeen. Now, don't repeat that because <laughs> I am a I am a diehard Beaver, but you know that could be San Diego State's only loss. But you know, you just to be honest with you, you look at the schedule, and it's really favorable. You get Utah Utah at home, UCLA at home. Um, the big thing for me is what's Washington going to look like. They're probably going to be good again, but you get them at home. I mean, it's it's matching up to be a pretty decent schedule for you. Now, the thing that they did last year that they need to do this year is those tight games, those close games, they need they made the plays late in the game that helped them get the win. Can they do that again this year? With a guy like DJ, can you get the best out of him? We already know he's talented. I think Coach Smith is going to even take him to the next level of being even even better. And I'm excited to see that you got all the pieces to do it. Now you lose your best defensive guy, Omar Spates, transfers to LSU, which I could have a 10-hour show talking about how heartbroken I was when I saw that. But, you know, I think they're just in the right position right now. And they've built enough around the program, uh, built up enough players and brought in enough talent that these guys are a serious threat. You know, and so I saw some people even gave Oregon State a chance to make the playoffs, which is crazy. Wait, is it? I never thought I would ever see Oregon State of the Beaver logo next to Ohio State and Alabama. I mean, the 12-team doesn't start for a couple more years, though, right? Oh, shots fired. <laughs> hey, man, I'm still waiting for y'all to, to ride that wave and, and get that natty. You guys deserve it, right? Uh, uh, ish. <laughs> we have a weird relationship with the Ducks right now, and they're, you know, it's not quite the way we thought it would be. But you just, you just laid all that stuff out about the Beavers and what people, some people, expect. So based on everything you just said, Marcus Greaves, what do you expect for your Beavers for this 22-23 season? You heard it here, man. I'm going to say I think they the – 23-24 season, lose. right? Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 23-24, yeah. I want, I'm going to say this. I think they lose one game this year. Oh, we're going with the oh, Alex Crawford Oregon State prediction right now. No, no, no. Only because 
I think I think you can be you can beat Washington at home. I think you can beat teams, you know, like UCLA at home, like Utah at home. Now the only thing is that Oregon State will always lose a game that they shouldn't lose. That's just how it is. I hate it. You guys know how it is. That's just how college football works. Colorado with Deion Sanders. This might be the hottest take. I said that they might be the fifth team in the conference. But I think that might be Oregon State's only loss. It's on the road. It's against the team that's going to be hyped. Deion Sanders' kid, as much as everybody has so much to say about Deion, he, he brought in a lot of talent there. So I think Oregon State maybe only has one conference loss. But I don't think they make it to the playoffs. That that might be a little too much for me. But yes, I do. I, I do have my Oregon State glasses on, and I can picture myself drinking a shot right now or taking one <laughs> at Impulse in Corvallis. So that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I am down to seeing eleven and one Oregon State season. I I, I am totally up for that. I am also up for that one loss being to Colorado. I would prefer that one loss to be to Oregon. Hell, I'd prefer two losses and one of those to be to Oregon. But um, I do have to ask you this. This will be our, uh, probably the last question is I got to test the baseball acumen. And well, I, also, I also have to ask, how does it feel to cover a, uh, a team in your market that actually wants to win a championship and is actually trying to win a championship? <laughs> Man, I was so excited because now I love, now I love baseball. Now, was baseball the number one sport that I covered? Obviously not, because there wasn't any in, in Portland. But the thing is, is that I didn't know how intense San Diego fans could be. But covering the Padres in the playoffs last year, that moment where they beat the Dodgers, I have never seen the city act like that. I'm like, it was, it was unreal. Just after like the celebration, there's people on top of cars downtown. Like I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it looked like I, I thought we won a championship. But the thing is, man, covering these guys, it's so interesting because baseball players are so low-key and they're so laid back. They're like, yeah, you know, Juan Soto just signed a, a fat, you know, hundred-and-something million-dollar contract. And he just, like, casually walks in and he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, bro, you're like – you're a millionaire, like a hundred thousand or a hundred million dollars, and you're just strutting around here like it's not a big deal. I don't know, man. Baseball players blow my mind. It's been a great time covering baseball. The Padres this upcoming year. I know we dropped a lot of cheddar, man. It'll be interesting to see if it all pays out because right now a lot of people, as you know, are probably predicting them to have a damn good season. But if they don't meet those expectations, you guys didn't hear it from me. I don't know. I don't know who to blame. <laughs> Well, um, too much Padre stuff. Well, yeah, man. I mean, as a baseball fan and hosting a baseball show, Hot Corner seven to nine, you can hear me and Jordan there with Patrick Harris. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, Padres <laughs> are they got a lot of hype around them, and as you said, yeah, they're handing out bags left and right to players. Um, so it'll be intriguing to see them. It'll be intriguing to see what happens with San Diego State here in about thirty to forty five minutes. And it'll be intriguing to see what happens with your Oregon State Beavers this year. And, yeah, if you're going to be up in town for that San Diego State-Oregon State game, I might have to figure out a way down there myself. Or you just come up here, and we'll have to link up somehow. I know damn well I'm going to have to get down to San Diego, though. Um, we had, like, two people in the in our uh, – one in sales, and then someone in the music department moved down to San Diego also. I got another friend down there, so I feel like it is uh, well-justified me coming down to San Diego to come visit. 
Oh yeah, Rashad, don't, don't be quiet over there. Come either, on, man, man. I'm already, you already know. I'm, I'm coming. You text me <laughs> back, bro. Say, we can get this popping. Yeah, Sports Sunday field trip to uh, San Diego. Yeah, I, I'm sure we can expense that, right? I mean, well, you work in sales, man. You can figure it out. Shoot. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, I have a client down in San Diego that I have to go on, see baby. for uh, a whole. Which week. wouldn't be a total lie. Um, you know, we're just saying. Yeah, just we'll, saying, man. We'll see if we can fudge the numbers, Marcus, dude. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, we're going to get you back on, man, no doubt, um, whether it's uh, Oregon State football season, if the Padres are getting to the World Series. You're our our San Diego connect now. You're our guy. Let's go, baby. Hey, Rashad, man, just thought I'd text you. I'm texting you back right now. He ain't text me back right now, man. You lying, bro. But either way, man, I appreciate you, man. And Marcus, man, I'm I think I can speak for everybody here at the fan. So proud of you yep. and so happy for dude. you, bro. And you really deserve, you know, everything that you've earned at this point. So man, just keep killing it for us down here, bro. I appreciate that so much, you guys. And just know I wouldn't be here without the fan. So every single one of you guys helped shape me into the broadcaster I am today, man. Whether you believe it or not, I promise you you did. So well, you deserve I it, my guy. You guys, man. All right, we'll catch up soon, Marcus. You have a good one, and uh, go Aztecs. Go Aztecs, baby. Y'all boys take care. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 